0: Hello, welcome back to ASMR Pro Tips series. In this episode, we will talk about the setup. It's going to be done in a style of vlog, kind of behind the scenes. So I'll show you some tips and tricks that I've learned and picked up throughout the years that hopefully will be helpful not just to people interested in ASMR videos, but anyone in YouTube community, honestly. And as always, remember, it's a learning experience. Nothing is perfect. It's a forever learning. So, just remember that. And if you don't agree with something, that's good too. That means maybe you know something better. Maybe you can share it with me. I would love to know more tips. So, the first thing that I think we should talk about is research and scripting. Throughout the years of me doing YouTube videos I've realized that the best videos out there are the ones that are the most researched and rehearsed and scripted and thought out Now, not to discredit all the other great videos or popular videos out there that maybe were a little bit more effortlessly done but for the most part Hard work pays off, and it's I think it's true to absolutely everything Even for this video, I have personally created a timeline, an outline I guess, or a little bit of scripting you could say Where I've included different details of everything I want to make sure to cover So that I don't forget it Now research is done when you train to sound more well informed, when you want to make specific points and not go around in circles and not know what to say or just miss or lack information for your viewer so you don't waste anybody's time in a way. I know it's harsh, but that's that's the reality. So when you do your research, I suggest looking at similar videos with similar topics reading some blogs books or articles out there about the specific topic it could help you a lot and sometimes scripting could be not just about the words that you'll be pronouncing which also helps a lot with helping you not have a lot of Awkward pauses or silent spots, spots in your videos, or have a lot of filler words like like or mm, um and all that stuff. So, it just helps you come off more polished and more genuine, even. So you can deliver your thought properly. Okay. So I hope that helps. So, you might have seen me play with this folder in the videos This is actually all of my scripts that I've collected throughout the years And you can see me sometimes playing it in some videos too I use it as the I even sometimes do little drawings <laughs> when I do different researches, so I do parts, all the things that I want to make sure I use in the video, as well as some of the things that I want to say, especially if I'm dealing with specific profession, like it's a role play. I want to make sure that I um, sound professional As if I actually know what I'm talking about (laughs) And I do different printouts and stuff Here's Sleepy Pleasures, also had drawings (laughs) And even though it might come off silly for some people It has been a great help for me personally So, I hope you will take that tip to your heart as well. I personally like to color coordinate everything. So, if I'm making a video with blues in it, you will see me wearing either blue makeup or include um, blue haze in post-production. Or I'll use some um, props that will have that same coloring. And, I usually have a lot of props. (laughs) I have a lot of different um, light sources and background fabrics that I use for all my videos. Now, when coming up with your background, I would suggest maybe not overdoing it at first. Some of the greatest videos in the SMR community barely any background it's sometimes just your bedroom set up or just a wall with some curtains or something placed behind you however there are SM artists including me who sometimes enjoy creating an atmosphere and honestly it's just so pleasant to come up with these atmospheres it just takes you to another level of creation So I would suggest you uh, trying it out depending what you're trying to portray if it's a doctor's office, just think what would you see in the doctor's office some kind of charts right, a plant something more sterile, that's more like white backgrounds maybe more white furniture and so forth if it's a beauty salon, it's probably going to have some kind of pictures of beautiful women (laughs) And just, just think about that, but I would suggest not to overdo it, because sometimes it can take away from the preparation, too. So, for this video, I'm working on a, a full moon video, and I've purchased this backdrop. It was about $15 on Amazon or so. I've clipped it onto this, um, rig and then I steamed it I have a little steamer that I just go over with and steam all the little wrinkles out then I thought it would be really cool if I make the moon shine so I've included a light that shines directly onto the moon in the back (laughs) so you see, it's things like that that I truly enjoy for behind the scenes for myself Because it gives me just a different appreciation for what I do as well, so I don't don't just speak to the camera I tell a story in the background. I know it's very deep (laughs) And as another option you can always just go to green screen If you know how to use it, if you have really good software and very good lighting setup and very good green screen as well You could try and play around with just green screen quite acceptable and nice if you don't want to do all the extra work okay? when you're trying to set up your studio and even if you are just starting off here are some tips for you you want to be surrounded by a lot of different fabrics preferably very fuzzy ones or the ones that have a lot of little textures in them and preferably even heavy fabrics as well, maybe felt or blankets So When you're just beginning you're not going to be able to probably use any kind of professional setup tips So I usually used to suggest putting blankets on the door On the window as much as I could to attach it somehow Put a rug on the floor and maybe something in front of me you could put stand. These stands are quite inexpensive on Amazon and you can stretch out any type of uh, fabric or you can blanket or even a rug right next to you. It will help to bounce off a lot of echo that you don't really want. Then some of the walls I usually cover in fabrics as well. It goes from top to bottom. And sometimes I just use it as a background, but also it helps to keep the echo at bay a little bit more. Or you can uh, start looking at soundproofing with different panels. I have this movable wall that's collapsible. It has been quite handy, so I did enjoy it would not change it, but it was a little bit expensive and quite unnecessary, honestly. It just a lot of help for me after many years of struggling. (sighs) So, but basically it's just foam and once again textured material that you can just make yourself. When you make videos, it could be a little bit of a struggle to deal with outside noises. And you'll have to be patient and either wait uh, some of the louder noises out Like if it's heavy rain or your neighbors are arguing or there's a dog barking outside You'll have to learn how to practice patience Unless once again you just don't care and you just go for it That's good too, I envy your strength I always have to wait it out a little bit And mm, I usually give myself some time to either prepare better or rehearse something else while I'm waiting for things to come down a bit. Okay? So the amount of light is really more of a preference for you personally. I do enjoy videos with warm light the most. So in most of my videos I do use yellow light or like warm uh, natural light. In this specific video, I need it to be white because I'm using more blues and I need more crispiness. I have noticed that you want the lights to be positioned enough away from your face and at a certain degree where it creates almost no shadows around your nose. That's one of the tips that I've learned to The least amount of shadows you have around your nose, the more even and beautiful light it will come off in the video. And if you need a little bit more contrast and shadows, you can always use post-production editing softwares to increase the contrast. Just lower the brightness and it will create a more even, beautiful look. So, there are different settings you can do for shadow boxes. Here, I'm using them just to bounce off the light onto the ceiling so it creates a more flooded light instead of um, very bright on my face light. That's just something I chose for this specific video. Oftentimes, I will have them positioned on each side of me from far away distance so it Bounces beautiful light onto my face and it kind of illuminates your skin from within. Okay? Now as for ring lights, honestly, I'm not the biggest fan of ring lights. Um, They're just very artificial to me, but I do use them as well, so I can say no to it too. I don't like the most when you have a ring light in your eye especially when it's big, so it's actually all around your pupil I try to avoid it, but that's just my personal choice but I do like the amount of light that it gives you so here you will see that I'm using it on the an angle it's kind of leaning down it's in a way leaning down onto my face from the top instead of being right in front of my face. Okay. And my favorite lights are these little bendable lights. You can purchase them in most stores, Target, Walmart. They're very, very inexpensive. I put socks on them <laughs> to create like a, a more diffused light and you can put two pairs, three pairs, four pairs of socks, as many as you need to, to tone down the light and create a beautiful spotlight. Also, you can change the color of the socks <laughs> and create a different um, c- um, coloring for your video as well. Those look very nice too. So. If one thing I would buy as a first investment it would be these small lights that I can just position in different parts of my room sometimes I bring a letter um, or a vacuum cleaner and I would attach it to it just standing next to me (laughs) so you really don't have to get like um, rigs and stands for everything okay why do I like these spotlights they create these beautiful shining lights in your eyes that look so so whimsical (laughs) and you might have noticed a lot of sm using this tip as well pardon my hair (laughs) and it gives you like this almost anime look to your eyes creates beautiful little glistening shining eyes They make you seem again more more interesting in a way, light you up so well. Okay. So I hope you see the point of that. <laughs> Sometimes they also create a beautiful contrast from the side like this. If you don't want a big lamp over sha- um over, sha- over brightening up your skin, these little buddies create just enough of this little glow from within to Helpful. Now, onto microphones and camera setup. Um, I do enjoy using camera that is angled, sometimes down. But actually, majority of my videos, you will notice that my camera is actually a little bit lower than me. It's my personal favorite angle is when it's more from this this look like this than like this Um, honestly it's because this is more seducing look in my personal opinion and this is more um, motherly caring look I don't know why (laughs) but that's how I, I figured to call it so this is less threatening and more pleasant when I talk to you like this Comes off more as um, very comforting and friendly look. When I talk to you like this, it looks like as if I'm looking up to you. And sometimes it could be a little bit more a seductive look. So <laughs> that's just another tip. Whatever you're going for is fine, but just the, d- the difference is very obvious the positioning of the microphones I always do them a little bit lower than me so I can speak more into this part of the microphone and not necessarily this part Um, I distance it just enough so it creates the distance of ears so you can see, I can put my head in between (laughs) and uh, Again, it's just a good distance that I've noticed works best. And then I would bring it up a little bit forward, so that when I speak on the camera like this, it looks as if I'm actually speaking into your ears. So I would lean back, you can still see my face. But it's far enough and close enough for you um, to think that I'm actually speaking to you on the camera. Okay, I hope that was helpful. what else? Uh, Whenever I record my videos, except for this one, because I know I keep looking at myself I do tend to uh, close down this little camera here because I notice I tend to look at myself a little too much and that's not something I want so I just push it away a little bit and if I need to look at the time Whenever I whisper to you like this, I just kind of glance and see how much time I have left. And this way it doesn't take away from the experience. I know that some people do enjoy to look at themselves. I personally know for a fact that if you have rehearsed your video just a little bit, if you have checked out the distance that Microphone and camera have in between just by looking at yourself here first, making sure that it's going to be a good distance. You won't need the screen then because you already tested it out. Okay, uh, I have my recorder always next to me with hooked up microphones set at different distances. Same thing, you would test out the sound. Before I would use it in the video, when I softly speak, and then go into whisper sometimes in the videos and some people really complain about that because it becomes a combination of soft-spoken and whisper The problem is that I almost have to do it, because from this distance microphones do sound great with soft-spoken, but when I come closer, it becomes extremely loud in comparison My voice from here. So, as I speak, usually I would start quieting down and then go into a full whisper the closer to the microphone I get. Okay, (laughs) now my personal favorite is to look directly into your eyes during the video, and to do that, again, number one, you have to flip away the screen. Otherwise, it will completely break the connection. When you look at the camera, here's a tip. So, here's your camera. And instead of looking, again, at yourself, as you will see here, on the actual lens, I look deep into the inside. Actual eye of the camera here that's deep inside there. Let me set you up so I can show you. So, when you look into that part of the camera, very, very deep inside of it, it gives you an illusion as if you're looking deep into somebody's eyes, as if you're talking to your friend or your loved one or someone you just like or care for. And I found that to create a very deep connection between the viewer and the creator during the videos It doesn't create like glass stare, so to say It gives you more depth And then having good reactions And showing honest facial expressions during the video I've noticed helpful too and as far as personal preparation goes, I like to either meditate before I make my videos or read some of your comments. I have a folder with gratitude comments. Oftentimes I read them to bring myself up a bit, remind myself of why I'm doing it. So that when I'm recording the video, I'm not just thinking about it myself which is very easy to do for everyone, agree? But then I think of you, maybe some specific message would touch me and I would imagine them in front of me and I would just think of what, what could I do in that moment to help them out more and it really does help to loosen yourself up a bit enjoy the whole experience yourself as well Become more genuine and more giving in a moment. So, I hope that's helpful. I also like to hum, I like, Mm-hmm-hmm. or even sing some lullaby songs to help myself relax and loosen up my vocal cords a bit too. Another tip is. Do so you have some honey? Yes, that's right. It's just raw honey. I would just take a spoonful and just let it um, sink into my throat. Helps you loosen up your vocal cords as well. Then I would drink some warm herbal tea. Especially chamomile is good, or rose tea, or rose hip. whatever is your favorite on the And another surprising thing is apples. Yes. Um, I don't eat the skin of the apple. I like to just eat the inside of it. And it somehow coats your mouth you remove some of the sticky saliva sounds from your mouth. Um, It doesn't help every time, but it does help often, I've noticed. Just make sure you don't have any of it in your teeth (laughs) left over before you start the video. But I have noticed apples and hot tea to be the best trick of the trade, so I'm sharing it with you. (laughs) And also, of course, bring yourself down breathing slower because in order for you to make relaxation videos you have to be relaxed you have to portray the slowness and smoothness yourself so that people on the other side can vibe with you, connect with you on that level and match you so in order for you to help people relax you have to be Relaxed and I guess the last thing is to maybe smile a bit. I Know it sounds like something From old ages, but you'll be surprised what a smiling face does to people It's very pleasant to view um, a very welcoming face and The smile goes a long way in that sense. You don't have to always smile just from time to time also to slow down That's my personal problem too, Because sometimes I have so much information to deliver that if I forget to slow myself down when I speak all of this That's why this video is probably not going to be the most relaxing one because I was trying to put in a lot of information into a short amount of time for you But I know some of you enjoy that effect too, but reminding yourself to slow down during the video will take you to great places, okay? So thank you so much for watching. See.